0: Shit,
1: goddamn, I'm a funky disco man. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Thrash Report. (laughs) This is your weekly music commentary podcast, where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. My name is Chris, and joining me my co-host, Jim Osborne. Hey, Jim, how's it going, man? Death?
2: Well, you all know about death. Little uh, Alexi Leho, uh, Children of Bodom clip right there at the end of Needle 24-7. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, we, Sad we, news this week. Clint. We
1: lost a good one.
2: Yeah, Alexi Leho, Children of Bodom frontman, lead guitarist, amazing Guitarist, it's a uh, very sad. I was hit pretty hard right away when I heard it. You had sent me the text right away. You know, obviously I'm a fan, and it sucks. And then as as I've been watching some of the videos and watching some of their live sets, started to realize how much I actually really loved them. Like I haven't listened to them for quite a while, but for you know, five seven years they were pretty heavy in the rotation. Their first five albums or so. So it's very sad to hear.
1: Yeah, I was uh, I was excited. We had. Uh few episodes back that modem after midnight played some mm-hmm. some live shows right so i was kind of excited for something something new um and uh yeah really unfortunate and um to kind of lend their two cents we have uh we have someone joining us this week eric eric how are you doing man super nice <laughs> do you have any uh welcome have... back eric welcome back man welcome back to the podcast do you have any any thoughts? about uh, the passing of Alexi and what are some memories that you have about you know their material getting there? you know you mentioned before uh, before the show today um, some of their earlier releases
0: I was really into their first three albums after that I kind of lost interest but uh, I like the other stuff he did outside of Children of Bottom too he did uh, Synergy with his then girlfriend or ex-wife I can't remember what Goss was I can't but uh yeah there's some good stuff definitely was a good guitarist
1: yeah yeah it was fun i'm glad that we got to uh i got to see him a couple times here in the twin cities um i did one of the guitar clinics um at uh capital guitars here in minneapolis got to get to meet him and and you know, go through that. Let him answer some questions from the crowd. It was uh, it was a pretty good time. So happy I was able to experience that before his passing. So he will be missed. The metal community. I mean, everyone. I mean, that day it was kind of like you couldn't even pick up social media without somebody paying respects to to Alexei. He just seemed like a really cool dude. So.
0: Well, even Vi, uh, even out.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Steve Vi. Yeah, uh, uh, said some really nice things about him.
2: Yeah, oh, and I know uh, CNN had a story, or at least a post, too. About oh wow!
1: I didn't see that. Well, we'll add that. His music shall live on. That's right. It's timeless, bro. So let's go ahead yeah. and jump in the uh, jump in the headlines, Jim. What do you got?
2: I heard today that uh, Jake from uh, Jake Lures, he's from August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. He started his own gym, and it is called. Uh, Your Life Gym, not like Jim Osborne, (laughs) but G-Y-M, not me. So, yeah, so it's really cool. It's, uh, you know, most gyms and fitness centers, you know, they're very physical things. You go there to build muscle and, you know, get in good physical shape, but this place concentrates on physical and mental. So you can go to the website and I've got it pulled up here and about them. They're the world's first mental health gym. It's oh, wow. A physical space integrated with a culture of compassion and transparency to transform body and mind. You know, people often concentrate on their physical, often forget about the mental, and they think that if they can just exercise and feel good physically, that maybe the mental will catch up, but it's they're tied together and or can't always do one or the other. So it's sure. Um, I'm going to read more into it, then, but it's definitely I mean, with all the times that we've talked about mental health and stuff and depression, anxiety, it's uh, sounds like a really awesome things so you can check out their website so it's called your life gym www.theyourlifegym.com gym.com
1: yeah absolutely it looks like it's located in uh lancaster lancaster pa so it's over on yep. the over on the east coast there that's awesome man very cool that's a great story yeah. see I, I like i like good stories man let's, let's bring the after what's happening uh after the year we had, and then the last uh, couple days, it's been kind of crazy. So, so what's going on about uh, mm-hmm. Evile? Evile. Uh,
2: we've mentioned before, but they've been a little more active on the socials lately. And February 3rd, they have big news to be released. So they're Didn't they break up at one point? Maybe just went on a hiatus. I know they're actually, I think this um, old Drake, he yeah. left, I think, and he's back now. He's writing new stuff. And but I think his brother Matt, the other guitarist and frontman, I believe he's out. I so, know, they're, they had, uh, so they're so they're teasing. They their...
1: So they're teasing that they're going to have an announcement. It's the announcement of the <laughs> announcement, right?
2: That is. Okay, they're going to officially break up. <laughs> <laughs> we have lost all of our recordings. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. They've I forget how long it's been, seven, eight years maybe since they've released an the album.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 pretty. Twenty thirteen. I'm pretty unfamiliar yeah. with uh, what? with their material. I am.
2: What you talking about,
1: Fry?
0: You can't just listen to Trivium, dude. Or <laughs> Metallica. Or Anthrax. You got you got to branch out. All
1: uh, right. What's what's the go to? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All of it.
0: They have a pretty awesome yeah. cover of Cemetery Gates.
1: Reverend, Reverend, is this some conspiracy? Crucified
2: my plans for life it
1: all seems so world my
2: really that they do yeah I don't think that's on an album though is it uh it's just a single um enter the grave I think that's their first one
0: yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, five serpent's teeth.
1: I've heard that. Yeah, I
2: think they got... Hey. <laughs> yeah, so I got skull, five serpent's teeth, infected nations enter the grave.
1: This uh this next one was interesting actually. I saw this uh, in my news feed. <laughs> it's uh it's pretty yeah. good. it's pretty good. Pretty amazing scientific scientific discovery here, Jim. Oh, we lost hey, him. My... We, we lost Jim. Where would he go?
2: Oh, I'm back. I'm Okay. Yeah, so there's, um, believe it or not, there's theories of conspiracies that go around sometimes.
1: No way. Conspiracy bigger and more secret than the Manhattan Project.
2: And with all this vaccine talk and 5G talk, there's theories that we're all going to get the vaccine and be infected with this 5G stuff and they can track us, (laughs) you know, outside of our cell phones. and. You are no longer in control of me. I control you and you are under my power. That's not
0: gonna be the Kingsman <laughs> I had can <you> explode
2: <laughs> so somebody found a schematic for how they're gonna run this 5g in our bodies oh and so what they must have done is just found a schematic that had the word or the letter five and then Number five, the letter G right next to it. Okay. And people in the know saw this and realized that's not a 5G chip for a vaccine. It's actually the Boss Metal Zone MT2 schematic. Oh, so it's a guitar pedal. <laughs> yep. So you're going to put guitar pedals in it. So. That's right. a vaccine. I'm not the law.
1: <laughs> that's right. I'm down. Dude, the, the, the internet can be funny sometimes. And true. That, that's right, that's right. Um, Truthful. You know, we, uh, we had talked about this in the past, that there had been some talk about Miley Cyrus doing a Metallica covers album. As if that wasn't strange enough, um, the pop star Miley Cyrus has now revealed that Elton John is playing piano on the, the track Nothing Else Matters, which is... Huh. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Um, I think, you know, if we have Miley Cyrus and Elton John, you know, collaborating in this Metallica cover, I mean, that truly means that Metallica is like mainstream, right? Like, that is definitely crossing over into <laughs> contemporary. I don't know. But don't comment. Um,
2: They almost had it with the black album, but this will
1: cement it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hall of um, Fame bound. So Elton John, isn't he, a, isn't he, isn't it Sir Elton John? Maybe not? Yep. Okay. Yep. Got it.
2: So, I thought yeah. Sir Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Is that his name or is that Sting? <laughs> I have
1: no idea. <laughs> Reginald Kenneth Dwight was born
2: March 25th,
1: 1947. No, dude. His, uh, his summers. Uh, yeah. Um. Hey, Eric, do you like to be probed? All the time, dude. All right. So, you know, Jim, you and I had talked about this often. Probing? Right? No, well, not specifically probing, but we talked about music. You're getting your podcast mixed up again <laughs> across the streams. That's the other podcast. But
2: uh, you go the probing.
1: <laughs> we talked about this in the past where music and how it makes us feel, right? And how you can use it for coping, you can use it for mental health. And yeah. it's interesting. I came across this story. Um, you know, some pieces of music really can bring a person to tears, it can really move somebody. Others, you have immediate recognition. You can recognize a song by one note, right? It's just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And other music can truly bring, like, can give you chills, which absolutely there are songs that do that. I know I've mentioned before, like, the song Back in the Day, off of System Has Failed, when I, when I listen to that song, like, I get chills, right? Like, the hair on my arm stand up, right? It's just, it's a super yep. powerful song for me. You still have hair? Dude, so, <laughs> um, and basically half, half of the population have said that they've experienced that sensation when l- listening to their favorite songs, right? They actually feel like tingles, right? Or they, they feel something like uh, uh, when, when they actually hear that. So the interesting thing, of course, we got science to figure out what the heck's going on. We're getting closer to figuring it out. So as CNET reports... A team of uh, neuroscientists in France published a study um, where basically they're linking the chills people get to the multiple regions in the brain, the reward and pleasure systems. The researchers wanted to analyze the brain during this activity. So what'd they do? Hook them up to an EEG, right? And then they detected the electrical signals from different parts of the brain, different brain regions, when they were listening to songs that they like and songs that really moved them. And sure enough, they could see um, huge movement in those regions of the brain. And it, you know, the areas of activity combined to trigger and release the hormone dopamine. And that actually provides the feel-good emotion and sensations that result in the chills we experience. So we get that all sorts of ways, right? Depending on what we're feeling, but music is also one of them. And it was quoted by these scientists that said, musical pleasure is very interesting and it's a phenomena that deserves to be investigated further. And so to order to understand why music is rewarding and unlock why music is essential in all of our human lives. So I like that they're, they're studying it. They're going to continue to figure it out. And, uh, I think it's great. I think it's cool. You know, like the, you know I, I'm always interested to find out, like, what makes us tick. Nerd! And And, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool.
2: It's a good biohazard song, too, what makes us tick.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: So we got to be uh, looking out for some alien with a, a injector for drugs to get our dopamines.
2: That's right. I come in peace.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, too and funny. On you
2: stand on your arm, I think the scientific term for that is actually pyloerection. <laughs> <laughs> oh. pilo or plyo something like that
1: that's great I'll. i remember it because it's odd i think gonna have to watch it come in peace now yes dude i know right i kind of forgot about that i should watch it so we had we, a new show dropped uh new year's day jim
2: yeah new season of an old show yeah season season three of cobra kai is nice right yeah and uh, tying it to metal there's some of the cast members are publishing their top five or top ten lists or like their go-to songs and I haven't seen all of them but I know the character Robbie the young boy he's quite the Pantera fan I guess so he had uh, Cemetery Gates and a few other Pantera songs on there and I know I've heard Jose speak on liquid metal he's trying to hook up with either the cast or writers and Try to get them on, get an interview with them and talk metal with the Cobra Kai.
1: That's awesome. And
2: uh, also one of the episodes features Mr. D. Snyder.
1: Yes, that's awesome.
2: A miracle worker, D. Snyder.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, That's funny. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I know that uh, when, when that trailer dropped, I think I texted you. When that trailer dropped, I yeah. saw um, they showed a clip of D. Snyder playing.
0: Cobra Kai never dies Season 3 of Cobra
1: Kai is now ah! Yeah
2: Unrelated note Elizabeth Shue is still hot as hell <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> oh, Too funny um, I was a crush
2: when I was younger Maybe still
1: <laughs> Yes <laughs> Yes um, Do you watch The Boys on Amazon? I have not seen that. No. Oh, dude, it's, it's so on much. my list. It's so good. Someday. Someday. It's so good. It's one of the best shows, dude. It's so good. All right. So that's actually kind of a crazy segue, because now we're going to talk about J.J. French, which is the the, the founder of Twisted Sister. And uh, it's interesting because we, don't, we kind of know J.J. French as the guitar player on Twisted Sister. Well, he also was the, the band's founder, the manager. Um, he's a producer, produces a lot of other bands as well. But he also has been uh, an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, um, a columnist, a writer. Um, and he's been contributing to Inc.com since 2014. And he also now uh, has currently launched a new podcast called The French Connection, which basically discusses... Oh, yeah, discussing stories around the music business. And he's had guests on there like Rob Helford and Mike Portnoy and even Dee Snyder, And I'm sure there's going to be many more guests to come. But it was kind of interesting because... Um, in my feeds, I just saw this article come by, um, come through that said these are five in-your-face business tips from the founder of Twisted Sister, and I- I'm I'm a huge business fan, entrepreneur fan. I just I think it's really cool. So really quick, running through these um, these business tips is play to your strengths. So innovation is really awesome, but it's also really important to stay true to your core business or what you're really good at. Um, share the stage. Success is super easy if you don't mind who takes the credit. So be sure to acknowledge the contribution from others that helped make for your success. That was number two. Number three is act in the face of rejection. Be prepared to hear no over and over and over again. But you know what? No. Do do it anyway. Do it anyway. Persu- no. Persu- no. Per- perseverance is key. <laughs> oh my- no! God! no god please no no um and don't be afraid to blow th- just blow shit up um if you start to have yeah pers- <laughs> if you start to have personal conflict moral dilemma um you know even with your own business reconsider scrapping it like reassembling he says you really want to live a life of integrity so you want to be able to have the 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 courage to you know, create chaos so you can recreate order. And one of the last things he says is just make sure you play for the love, man. It all comes back to loving what you do. So, you know, you find a job that you love to do. You never really work a day in your life. And um, it's just, it's kind of cool that you have this, uh, this metal banger out there, JJ French from Twisted Sister. He's actually a pretty accomplished businessman that writes for a business magazine. So I just thought that was great. Metal is everywhere. That's right. Absolutely, and speaking of everywhere, speaking of everywhere, um, <laughs> well, we've had some interesting things happen over the last couple days, and so now we have police, right? We have law enforcement out there looking for John for John Schaefer of Iced Earth. So, believe it or not, Washington D.C. police <laughs> and federal investigators have released 38 images of a bunch of people that were suspected of unlawful entry during the violent insurrection at the U.S. Capitol carried out on Wednesday. Um, that was January 6th, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, um, during that final congressional vote uh, recording for the 2020 general election. Um, and within these 38 photos, sure enough, one of the photos is of Iced Earth's leader, John Schaefer. Um <laughs> And so law enforcement, federal investigators are saying anyone who could identify these individuals or has knowledge, they should take no action, but call the police. So that was... Because uh,
0: brother-in-laws can't turn him in.
1: <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I saw that. And I saw the, the, the photo, too. You could see it's like it's totally him. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, I just... You I get, can
0: appreciate the music that people make, but you don't have to like what they stand for.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, yeah. you know, we have talked before. We don't really get political on this show. You know, it's like, uh, like uh, another friend of mine uh, earlier today. We're 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 talking about is it so damn hard just to be cool? Like, just just you know, just don't don't be a dick, man. Like, yeah. So anyway, yeah. That's so the
2: motto of our family. Or else we say don't be a dick.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, so hey, if you know where he is, I think they're offering like what they say? They I think they're offering like a thousand dollar reward or something. I don't know.
0: Hmm. How about an autograph?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh two did Did he just release crazy. a Christmas album? He did. It was out off of Kickstarter. With uh, with his brother in law. You knew more you know more than I do.
0: <laughs> Matt Barlow, come on, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> Matt Barlow is the best singer they had Yes He
1: is a police officer Delaware isn't it I, I Again again, you know more than I do um, So yeah you know what now we're going to move Into some new releases and I know we talked about um, We have some really Great stuff coming up for back in the day But um, This is I a, a go new... on for hours. <laughs> this is a new release that <laughs> came out uh, Just recently we had another Single that came out um, a couple episodes ago, but Todd Latore, uh, from Queensreich, um, has a new single that dropped this official video on YouTube, Vanguards of the Dawn Wall. And Loudwire has said this latest single, which comes off the forthcoming, Rejoice in the Suffering, is a neck wrecking thrasher, is what they call it. And I will concur, it is a freaking badass tune. Mm-hmm. by it oh it's so good dude I posted it to our uh, to our Facebook page go ahead and check it out so you can go to the thrash book uh, thrash book dude I should totally make it I should make an app called the thrash book um, the face, hey, <laughs> Facebook Facebook thrash report Facebook page to check out that new single and we'll add it to our episode 31 uh, playlist on YouTube and just again a reminder if you've missed a couple episodes um, every episode will actually have a playlist on our YouTube channel where you can follow along and basically play everything that we reference um, right there in our YouTube playlist.
0: Man, so Crimson Glory is one of my most favorite bands. Yes. People love them or hate them.
1: I was thinking about that, knowing that you were going to be on, yeah.
0: And the one song that was actually a demo that sounds like a real song to me that he sang on was so good and I'm just so disappointed that we never got a full album with him singing on it because that song is amazing, uh, Garden of Shadows. They actually released it as an official track, but uh, it's
2: pretty good.
1: Awesome, man. Very I wish cool. wish
2: those guys would get off, get out of their head cases and uh, get their act together. He said it's a neck wrecking thrasher. Is it like your own neck or do you have to thrash someone else's neck? <laughs> Bart Simpson. Ah. Yeah.
0: Why are you?
1: <laughs> Why <are> you little
0: <laughs> I'm looking Some forward to the album. jacket.
1: Yeah, I I am too. I I am... and you know what? He's just he's a really cool dude, you know. I was uh
0: He seems like it. Yeah. I like the stuff he's done with uh Queensryche. He's made Queensryche relevant again in my opinion.
1: Yep. But... Yeah, so uh so Eric, you want to talk about something the ending end, end of last year you have a couple of releases, huh?
0: Yeah, so I listen to just about anything except for country. Uh, Brutal death metal sometimes sneaks in there, and I don't know if you're familiar with Deeds of the Flesh. I'm not. Either of you? I'm not either. Uh, They're a technical death metal band. been around for quite a while their founder um guitarist vocalist eric lindmark passed away and actually it might have been 2013 i'm sorry but anyways the band was basically considered done and then all the blue they released a new album uh the the founding or the rest of the members uh reconvened with a former vocalist and then got a ton of guest vocalists to help finish the album so there's uh um, luke Lemay from gore guts there's George Corpse Griner Fisher from uh, uh, Cannibal Corpse and some other big names too like Decrepit Birth, I think he goes by Decrepit Bill <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's it's it's. Uh,
0: I don't like their earlier stuff because it's more gore based and I'm not into that kind of lyrical content, not that you can understand it 99% of the time but uh, <laughs> the newer stuff's more sci-fi themed and I just like it it's very good technical um, death metal
1: Cool. Yeah, good to know. I will definitely add that to the playlist.
0: Check out uh, the track. Oh, I think it's the second one. I'll have to look it up again. I'm sorry, I didn't write that part down. That's right. Darn it. And anyways, uh, I also like Blind Guardian. I don't know if you're familiar with who they are. Yep. Okay. So there's a band out of Sweden that basically sounds like Blind Guardian called Persuader. (laughs) I honestly when toman stout left blind guardian he started a new band with pete silk which i'm sure you know who that is chris
1: for iron saber yes
0: yeah and they got uh the singer from persuader to do the vocals and he sound basically like uh hansi from um blind guardian that's awesome yeah but anyways I... the new persuader album came out and it's it's a really good album it's it's like a dark power metal. I'm not sure I'd call it power metal. It's, it's just a really dark, heavy thrash album. Um, tracks three and seven are really good. Uh, track three is Raise the Dead, and track seven is The Infernal Fires. It's been about six years since they put out their last album, but I was happy to see this come across in December.
1: That's awesome. Very cool.
0: Yeah. I think, oh, and I didn't say the Thank name you. of the album. It's called uh, Necromancer.
1: Yeah, I'm going to add that to the uh, to the YouTube playlist. Yeah, we don't really have any uh, any new concert uh, calendar events to talk about um did
0: Jerry talk about kiss
1: <laughs> you know what i didn't talk about kiss that's a good uh i uh i mentioned that last week that we had uh, i was gifted that live stream new year's eve uh it was called kiss 2020 goodbye live stream event um it was interesting one thing that i didn't realize when i when i initially um, received it was well, New Year's Eve in Dubai is like 11 o'clock a.m. here. So uh, New Year's Eve, about 11 o'clock. Um, it, was, uh, it was fun. It was cool. I mean, a lot of cameras, huge pyro show, huge stage. Um, I mean, they did go all out. It was one of the biggest stage productions. Um, they were there for over a month constructing and planning the entire... Uh, stage and and event Um, but the interesting thing was um, when it started the first the first 45 minutes of the live stream it was basically a commercial for the emirates of dubai (laughs) like it, it must have been specifically like a deal that gene simmons struck with the tourism board because all it was Was telling everyone how great it was with these amazing shots and, you know, the band and the crew and everyone talking how wonderful, how wonderful it is there, you know? And then it was funny because as I'm watching it, then they, 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 uh, started talking about how they put together the show. It was kind of cool. They had like behind the scenes how they programmed the lights and the pyro and all this stuff. And, and in between that, they, uh, they literally had a commercial for this week, this week-long uh, festival that they had there in Dubai. So it literally was a commercial, like they were trying to get people there to visit. It was kind of crazy.
2: Would <laughs> you expect anything else from Kiss though?
1: I know, right? I mean, someone that actually tries to sell air guitar strings, right? Like literally, it's a package full <laughs> of air. Um, yeah, but you know what? It was uh, it was fun. It was cool. Um, you know, a lot of the concern about Kiss when they started this uh, end of the road tour was the use of backing vocals and rec- pre-recorded tracks. Um, I got to tell you, I didn't, I didn't notice, or I didn't necessarily hear a lot of like produced pre-recorded stuff in this live in this show. So I don't know if I just didn't recognize it or something, but. Um, it was it was good. It was fun. I was really looking forward to, um, the the track where Gene would um, kind of spit blood. Never happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Never happened. They actually not approved by
0: the. Um, it, it must people have people at Dubai.
1: It must have been because what they did instead is he he was on this pedestal that raised up, and they had all these other screens, and they had Don't like tell a, me they
0: brought out a bull.
1: No, they had like a CGI cgi version of him with blood uh was work- see simmons family jewels uh a few a few episodes yeah you'd see the one where he was uh jacking off bulls <laughs> no no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> oh that's classic that's funny um but yeah it was uh it was it was cool it was fun so um yes that was the only uh concert calendar event to discuss this week Last jim you got anything
2: i did miss end up missing the destruction one on yeah me too last weekend oh was busy that would be cool
1: yeah although i really like some... their old
2: stuff their new stuff i don't
0: know what i've noticed is going back to a lot of the older albums i've been listening to i like the crappy old rock production that doesn't sound great <laughs> i just kind of prefer that because I'll hear new, like their newer produced stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, it's too polished. I like the sloppy old stuff better.
1: And that's cool. I mean, some people like raw. that that raw, that raw sound. That's fine.
0: But then other other bands, where I'll listen to, and I like the polished sound. So I guess I don't know. I guess whatever, how I originally heard it, it's probably why I still like it that way.
1: I believe it's called whatever turns your crank, Eric. Wiener. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> whatever floats your boat, Eric. Do you want to yeah. go go through some of your releases from back in the day?
0: No.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we expect more out of our guests. This
0: <laughs> I didn't get anything <laughs> in the mail. Check or anything. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> Anyways,
2: we'll, we'll include you.
0: <laughs> I've spent the last actually the, most of COVID I've been fully importing my physical collection of CDs into <laughs> iTunes. And so I've been going through a lot of albums. I can't remember. I think you had that album, Chris, but uh, Atrophy, Violent by Nature. Feel with that? Doesn't ring a bell. Really? I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah. They were from Tucson, Arizona. Uh, came out in 1990. We were still in high school. Wow, it's a long time ago.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? This, uh, yeah, The that, that album cover I recognize. Yeah.
0: Or maybe I had it and you listened to it, but I don't know. I I, I uh, was listening to that this week, and uh, it's a really good album, solid album. They only put out two two albums before they broke up. Um, I believe the one of the guitarists got accepted into like Yale or Harvard Medical School, <laughs> and they kind of stayed together for a little bit, then broke up, and then they just reformed a couple of years ago, but they haven't done anything. New. That sounds very lies. familiar. There's a couple people like that, I swear, i have gone on to the medical field that were in metal bands. I don't, yeah. But, anyways, uh, they have a, this is their second album, Violent by, by Nature. It's Violent by Nature, sorry. Um, I encourage you to track it down if you can. I'm pretty sure it's in iTunes. It's in
2: your iTunes.
0: <laughs> uh, it's in my, my crates of CDs, too. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Going back a little bit further, Bly um, or age either of you familiar with them?
1: Oh, yeah. Their debut
0: album from nineteen eighty eight, Kill to Survive. Yep. It is awesome. I, I love every track on that album.
1: Dude, didn't you have the vinyl? Didn't you have the vinyl of that one?
0: I might have. Yeah. I know uh Jason did. He bought it first and we like. I liked it so much I had to get
1: it from. Oh you know what? We gotta get we gotta get him on the on the show. That'd be it'd be good to talk to.
0: Yeah, we, he loves anthrax as much as you guys. Yep. But uh yeah, we used to play that one all the time. It's only seven tracks, but it's it's just a solid sounding album. And I think the big hit was Bates Motel (laughs) off of that album. They got some uh, MTV play. And then last, there's a band called Gross Reality. They go back as far as 1991. Um, they never really got any traction, but they shared the stage with a lot of the bands that have made it bigger in the metal community, like uh, Cannibal Corpse, DSI, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of just broke up in 1996 without really doing anything. Then uh, there's a label called Dive Bomb Records. I think I've forwarded you stuff before, Chris, but mm-hmm. they're basically a they do sell some physical releases, but they also do digital through Bandcamp, and they've been going through a lot of good thrash albums and basically remastering them.
1: Oh.
0: Um, but they also have making compilations and of like hard to find bands, um, like Eradicale. Remember that one? Yep. Yep. So I uh, discovered uh, 2000 in 2009, gross reality reformed and they put out uh they put out two albums now but the first one they put out is overthrow it came out 2014. it's just a very very good thrash album you might like it jim if you're like Evil.
2: yeah i'll check that out for sure
0: i have been playing it a lot i've got the second album but i just haven't made it to that one yet because the first one's been so good
1: <laughs> it's awesome awesome oh and yeah, another
0: side note to Malaya rage the guitarist Jim Curry has a side band called uh, Mexican Ape Lord
1: He put us here deliberately How could anyone be so dead
0: I also know that Sully Erna used to play drums for her? Yeah, he's on their Unfinished Business album, I think, before he went on a Godsmack. Hmm. Did not know. Hmm. But don't hold that against my rage. Godsmack sucks. <laughs>
2: oh! I know, those are fighting words.
1: That's all right. It's all good. I mean, I, I, I right thought... The, I thought
2: You're talking about a rock band.
1: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, Godsmack, you know, they're their they're first... Uh,
0: I'm just teasing. I don't really have an opinion one way or the other. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna say their their first their first disc. I know that uh, you know it got some radio play. I was you know it had a couple good songs on it. Yeah,
0: Ooh, their drummer was in a band I really liked back in the day, Wrath um, Child America.
1: Oh yeah, I remember them. <laughs>
2: say anything bad about Gutsmack. I mean, I think they're more on like the hard rock side of things than metal. Yep. yep. But There's none of those people that tweets. you can't uh,
0: follow their, their, their logic and tweets because I see some of the stuff that's a late post. It's like, shut up, dude. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
2: That's why I only tweet good tweets. I don't tweet at people all. People can't criticize me
0: most I of the, could go on and on for old releases but uh, I think that's enough for this uh
1: you're just you're a funny guy he is <laughs> I pretend um so mine uh I, I do have one that I want to talk about uh, for back in the day this was actually 37 years ago it's kind of crazy again I feel really old I remember being in my dad's basement with this cassette uh, still from in high school that's right from, from 1984
0: <laughs> um, in junior high man
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, 1984, the, the um, debut release from Anthrax, "Fistful of Metal" on Megaforce Records. <laughs> it includes the the cover of alice cooper's i'm 18 um and this was the only album to feature the original uh singer neil neil turban and uh danny liker on or lilker sorry on uh on base accepted yep on bass. um and the interesting thing is it was said now i don't know when it was actually in actually put into press but this was 1984 Uh, The term thrash metal was used for the very first time in the music press by Kerrang magazine. The journalist, uh, Malcolm Domey, maybe, um, referred to the song Metal Thrashing Mad when he actually used the term thrash metal describing that. So kind of interesting term, uh, interesting tidbit there. I wonder, I mean, was it truly never really used in print prior to 1984? I mean, that... I would think it would have been, but I guess I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe that was kind of the
2: Pilo erection.
1: <laughs> Origin of the Beast. Uh, anyway. So yeah. So oh. Anthrax, a... Fistful of Metal, turns thirty-seven years old this week. Yep. Really, I've, I've always
0: struggled listening to that album. I can't stand the vocalist.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he seems He's like a little ass hat too.
1: Which
2: leads right into my trivia question. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, as Chris mentioned, the original lineup of Anthrax, Danny Lilker and Neil Turbin. So uh, obviously neither of them are in the band anymore. I think the rest of the dudes in Anthrax are still friends with Dan Lilker. Well he did uh, SOD you know, man. Yep. Yep. Do you know why Dan Lilker was made to leave?
0: I can make an educated guess. Yeah. Something to do with Neil Turbin.
2: For sure. Good effort. C for effort. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are both tall fellows. Neil and Dan are both tall and this goes right into Neil's ego. And according Ugh. to Scott in the book, he says that um, Dan was taller than Neil and Neil didn't like that. Neil wanted to be the tallest one on the stage, so they
1: <laughs> what, you know, an think... what an asshole. What
2: an asshole if I remember correctly, Neil said it's, you know, one of us has to go. And, you know, Scott was great friends. And I think Dan was a founding member of Anthrax with him and made the choice to let Dan go instead of Neil because they needed a front man as they're trying to get their band off the ground. And
0: if they trying to do a tour or getting get ready to do a tour.
2: Yep. So, so
0: it was damn, a business it, side. Yep. It was a business decision. Yep. Well, who's had a better career, Dan Luker or Neil Turbin? Yeah. Easy. Dan.
2: Yep. Has Neil made you know, it in any other bands? Has what?
0: Neil made it in any other bands? Didn't he get fired from like Onslaught too for not bothering to learn lyrics?
2: Yeah. I mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah. He filled in He filled in on a tour and I was actually saw that show. And yeah, it was awful. He was standing up there with an iPad on a stand just reading the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Then him and the guys just didn't get along, so they booted his ass, and I don't I've just never been a fan of his.
0: Well, I think the fact that he's never really had a solid band that's lasted very long tells you right there that he's an asshat.
1: I know it looks like he, he's doing um, voiceovers, voiceover work and stuff now. I don't know if he has copied John Bush, continued to do that. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing that you know, to make a living and that type of thing, but can't diss yeah. John Bush. No, don't diss. don't diss the bush. <laughs>
0: We've said it before. I'm a huge German Saint fan.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe they just could have bought Neil some high heels or something. To make <laughs> him just a little bit extra tall. Might have been. Or Dan could
0: have played out his knees. Yep. But he holds his base down, so I don't think that would work.
1: I know, right? It'd be resting yeah. on the ground.
0: Yeah. Wasn't yeah, the bass player from a the... fight like that,
1: too? Yeah right. Sorry, I'm Jim.
2: at the, I was just looking at Neil Turbin's associated acts, and there's quite a list. So <laughs> he's done a lot of stuff, but just not must not last too long.
0: Unlike if you look at uh, Shane Embry from uh, the Palm Death, he just has a lot of side projects. He doesn't get fired. He just does a lot of stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I do Shane Embry is the bass player from Nate Palm Death. He's, I think, still one of the only original members he's got probably 30 side projects and this is awesome power metal band kind of vein of onslaught you might like it it's uh Really? Um, it's like the singer is somehow related to the music production biz. He's got some pretty good pipes. Um, one of the guitar players is also somehow in the like uh, production side of things. And there's a couple other people in there. It's a really good album. I think it's self titled. I can't remember, but absolute power. Check it out, man.
1: I will. Um, so now we have a, just a couple uh, follow up items. Um, I know that uh, we we had some previous guests that actually had posted um, on Facebook. Hey, Jim, you want to talk about this guitar people are looking for?
2: Yeah, I put it on our Facebook page the other day, a video that uh, Andrew Oltman's made from uh, Hex Vortices made. And I know uh, Rob Carlson, other previous guests, has been sharing it too. It's, uh, so check out our Facebook page and you can see what I'm talking about, but basically there's couple of sisters i think they are looking for a guitar that their dad sold it's a 84 gibson i think and it's a yellow v and he sold it and now they're trying to find it to get it back for him yeah it was uh,
1: i'm sorry i'm sorry i was gonna say yeah it was sold um back in the 90s to to help pay for some medical bills when he was going through chemotherapy so it's it's really Mm -hmm. kind of uh, heartwarming that now these kids are trying to find this guitar for their dad. So um just want to spread the word.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I bought a book recently that's music related. Yeah, what's that? I think I sent you a picture of it. I got uh, Adrian Smith's book. Oh, um, yeah. Legends of, or Monsters of Rock and.
1: He's like his fishing book.
0: Well, it's, it's, yeah, Rivers and Rock. It's a pretty thick book. I haven't started it yet. I'm saving it for my vacation next week, so. I know Almost I follow.
1: Real. Yeah, I know I follow uh, Mr. Adrian Smith on social, and
0: uh, I like him. He's just always been my favorite. He's a really mellow, quiet. Yeah, guy. he's he's
1: so chill, and and his social like it seems like wherever they, he is, um, you'll see him like fly fishing and stuff, and um, he's just a really cool, laid back dude. So
0: I have a lot of the side projects that he did after he left Maiden. Dude, what's the A-S-A-B. one song?
1: What's the one um like B-side of Maiden song that he sings that it's one of my freaking favorite sounds so good. It's so
2: always-
1: Adrian sang on it. Cool man, rock and roll. Yeah. Well, yeah, I want to thank uh, first of all, thank Eric for hanging out with us, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, thanks for you coming back me, on. Eric. I you forced me,
0: man. You got like a gun to my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, just because I text you like every week, hey, bro, you want to come on the show? I have to admit,
0: he's a real persuader. <laughs> been too busy importing music to listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, well, again, I have we have really... eight thousand albums now plus in my library
1: dude you're crazy yes. you're crazy i just i just finished this book called essentialism and it talks keep, about keep it to yourself keep it to yourself dude it, it's it, it's freaking awesome it talks about you know keeping what's essential in your life i mean both digital and physical world like it's it's not all about like getting rid of all your shit and being a minimalist but it's like um Coffee for speaking
2: about we're speaking about books um Dave Ellison from Megadeth has a new book. It's uh, called Rockstar Hitman. Oh yeah. Fictional book. Yep. His I first. I mentioned that before. So.
1: Yeah. That's a good. Idea. Yeah. Thanks Jim for mentioning yeah. that his first fiction writing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think I'll check that out.
1: So again, thank you so much, Eric. I really appreciate you hanging out with us today. And I want to yeah. thank everyone that's listening. Thank you so much. Um, be sure you to leave a review wherever you get, wherever you get your podcasts. also, we want to hear from you. Send us an email at, the thrash report at gmail.com. You can always post, leave comments, and interact with us on the Thrash Report Facebook page, as well as social, Instagram, and Twitter at Thrash Report. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, everyone, yes. for listening. Have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. We'll see you next time on the Thrash Report. Telling about them.